Welcome to the State of Men. I'm Aiden Dowling. And I'm Mike Watts. In today's podcast, we're gonna have fun, or maybe. What is fun? Is it hard to have fun as a grown man? When is the last time you've actually had some pure, joyous fun? What did the fun revolve around? Was it alcohol? Was it sex? Maybe not. We're gonna talk about it today. We're gonna talk about being a grown-ass man and having fun. So, Mike, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I feel a little stressed, like heaviness of it, of life. But I've been working through that for the past couple of days. Um, sleep's been a little bit all over the place. We're, I'm selling a lot of things because we're moving. And mm. we also are going away this weekend to visit Kate's family in Buffalo, South, Ellicottville, New York, south of Buffalo. So it's like we have to leave the house tomorrow at 4.30 a.m. to like get on an airplane. Mm. Um, so just, yeah, it's like that and then, you know, selling our house. So that's kind of the, there's a lot of things that are there. But overall, besides that, I'm doing actually pretty good. I feel good. My knee, I'm able to walk again. So that's nice. Oh, uh, going up and nice. downstairs, just building nice. strength because my quad is the size of my daughter's leg. And... <laughs> uh so it's just building the strength back up in my body and yeah that's what's happening over here how about you 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 said something yesterday that i feel like has been resonating with me heavily starting last night was um there's not enough hours in the day you're like i feel like i'm running out of time i've been i that feeling came upon me yesterday Mm. like in the middle of the day I was just like, there's not enough time. There's not enough time. Um, so I've been I've been battling the stress that comes along with that and like the anxiety mm-hmm. while uh, also I like to, I don't know, like this morning instead of like getting into work because I feel like that adds the anxiety. Yeah. I just like did the dishes for a half hour. And I was like, I'm just going to do the dishes. Wow. How many dishes? This has to get done. Uh well I mean we cook all of our meals here so we got a lot of That's dishes a lot of dishes every day yeah yes we have quite a many dishes you're welcome to come over do them if you're looking for some you know <laughs> do you do all <laughs> the dishes in the morning every day or is it you just pick and choose no no we we have this theory here that like it it gets done like it always gets done like that's kind of how we handle messes in this house because i used to be quite i think i still am quite a a neat freak but having a kid i mean you just you can't like you just can't be that i mean i guess you could right um if you have the financial capacity to just like have maybe like a person living with you who just is a cleans up after Mm -hmm. you um but other than that i mean if you're not one of those people you gotta clean quite often with a child and like I said, Jane Lee makes all of her meals here and she's not like a she's she's like a seven bowls in one meal type of person. She is seven um, bowls in I, one meal. Like yeah, like I yeah. try to teach her like, oh, like you can put these two together. But she doesn't really Kate's uh, the same way. She makes dinner and I'm like, what happened? It's look like you're making for right. our entire neighborhood. Yeah, type thing. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And then like Antler like doesn't even eat half of what's made. Of course not. So like, you know, so, um, so yeah, we do a lot of dishes, do a lot of dishes up in here. Um, quite sometimes it takes a long time. Like I just put on a podcast, Mm -hmm. listen to a podcast and usually by the time it's done. Plus I'm pretty like, I don't like to put certain things don't go in the dishwasher. Like I have rules, rules, regulations. I get it. That I abide to. Oh, me too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Do you um, stack dishes in the sink when they're waiting to be clean, or are you a person that stacks them on the side of the sink? I am a side person. Jenny Lee is not, which drives me crazy. But I once heard from this like super old couple together, like I don't know, like a billion years, and that they were. It was like one of those. What are the tips of staying old? Like you know, like growing old together and not like hating each other after 60 years or whatever. And they were just like, you know, 
the guy was saying like, you know, she used to leave the cabinets open and I just would fight. Like I would just get so pissed. I would just come in and there'd be like this cabinet open and this drawer open. And I'm just like, what? Like, just, just close the cabinet. Like, what is the big deal? Right. Um, and then he just eventually was just like, I just accepted that she does not close the cabinets. And I would just walk in all the cabinets would be open. And I'd be like, yep, that's my girl. That's my girl. Keeping all those cabinets open and just kind of like, reframing it uh, instead of trying to like control that you know changing her and just accepting so you know i always start sentences with like when i'm feeling frustrated with jenny lee i'm just like you know baby i love you i love you and you stack these dishes you know you just stack them real up nice high nice and high you know um but i try to keep that tonality so it's like she knows that i'm a little annoyed but you know, I'm, I'm working through yeah, it. Yeah, right. Because it's yeah, it's all about yeah. you instead of her, right? Right, yeah. right, right. So, um, so yeah, I'm definitely like a outside the Me dish too. It, like outside the sink. Yes. Yeah, that's Kate's the same. She puts it outside because that's what I told her the best place. Because I'm like the dish. I clean the most dishes in the house, and yeah, you know too. that's where it all falls on me. I used to do that for a career. Mm-hmm. I had a job as a dishwasher at a country club, so. I got really good at cleaning dishes and mm. I just like it. Like I like it. And, but Amanda who also lives with us, who's our au pair, she likes to put things in the sink and then I'm just <laughs> like, just put it on the side of the sink, you know? And so, yeah. So it's really fascinating because she likes to pile them all up in the sink. I'm like, this is, I can't do anything yeah. in the sink with all the dishes right. in here. Like you just can't, right. you can't, I need to move. I need to be free. And like when you right. stack all the dishes. Do the dishes, right? I can't even do the dishes because there's dish, there's too many dishes. <laughs> and then you let the water run on top of the dishes in the sink, and then it piles up with all this water and the food and the dirt. Yep. Yeah. And even if yeah. we have parties it's and gross. stuff, people like put all the stuff in the sink. And mm. I'm just like, this is not convenient. Like there's a, it goes from a, you know, a two foot cubic foot of space or whatever. I don't really know, but it, then it like gets down to six <laughs> inches of cubic feet that I'm supposed to somehow maneuver myself. I can't even like generally puts like a dish right where you like turn the faucet on. Right. And then it starts to, the sink starts to fill up. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is like, <laughs> this is not functional. Right. Like I can't even do the dishes, even though they're piled up to so right. high. And then, yeah, I've tried to do the like, you know, let's start and fresh. Okay. Let's clean them and put them right into the dishwasher. Just like spray them, put them right in. Yeah. That like never lasts for more than a few hours. Like one meal we're like, yeah, we're doing it. And then by the next meal, it's like, no, no we're back to sticking everything. It's not happening. Dishwasher. Yeah. The sink. Yep. It's even yeah, if there's so. like two dishes in the sink, I will still move them out of the sink before I start cleaning. It could be like two yeah. plates. I'm just like, this is not yeah. where. Yeah. Anyway, fresh. Yeah. How, besides the dishing this morning, the dishing. <laughs> well, there's a thing with time. You mentioned time. Now I can't. I yeah. Chronos. I can remember Chronos time, and there's something else. It's two phases of time. It's the time where it's the linear time where it's it's five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Sometimes with especially young kids, like it feels like the day goes on forever. It's like when's mm-hmm. it's going to end. Right. Well, there's the the literal like this is one hour of time or ten minutes, mm-hmm. and so I can't remember the two types of time. And then there's the other thing where it feels like you're in the moment forever, so you feel like this activity is is I just feel like seven hours went through by so fast, <laughs> right. or it was so slow and it was beautiful. Right. Like the other day, right. I woke up at three o'clock in the morning for some reason, and it was ten a.m. and I thought it was six p.m. So there's this mm. the different two two types of time that I'm doing yeah. a horrible job of explaining because I can't remember them. N- next yeah. podcast, Those, I'll I, remember. I do that too much. I'm like, oh, there's this saying, and then I spend five minutes trying to get the saying, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I just should keep my mouth shut if I can't actually remember the That's saying. That's correct, um, yeah. But I do have a theory with time, and maybe it's not unique, um, but I think it is. Um, I haven't heard anyone say it like this. I think that time speeds up as you get older. Yes. Like, I think, you know, at, you know, as a two and a half year old, like a day is like a, like, like a week, right. maybe, maybe two weeks compared to me. Um, an hour is like forever. Like I remember being 
playing with like my friends and my mom would come over and talk to the other mom and be like, okay, 10 minutes we're going. And like, we would have just a whole, a whole new play hour right. in 10 minutes. Um, Cause we don't, they don't so, know what and, 10 minutes is. Right. right? <laughs> That's why it's right. so convenient. And, like we're leaving in five right. minutes. Yeah. And then when I was like in my tw- early twenties, I remember being like, I had to wait like 20 minutes. Can you believe that? Can mm-hmm. you believe I had to wait 20 minutes? 20 minutes i can't like what am i like that's that's so long so long and now right and now i'm like 20 minutes okay no that's fine call me in 20 minutes you know and then i do like two things and next thing i know i'm like oh okay three minutes they're gonna call me in three minutes so uh i mean and then i think of like super elderly people where it's like i feel like the the day might just go by super quick it's just like they blink and they're like, it's dinner time. And you're like, oh, oh, okay. I don't know. Have you, you ever know? asked anybody that? I've never talked to anybody about um, that. Um, No, I haven't actually. I have not asked anybody that. Yeah, because it could maybe be. Maybe this... that'll be a interview. Yeah, maybe. Interview with a, with a 93-year-old and ask him. So if you know any super elderly people listening to the podcast who think that time yes. goes really fast, we'll interview you. For the Or slow. Or slow, right. Yeah. Let's get both of them. <laughs> Let's get both of them. Let's see what their lives are like. Yeah. Um, we'll have that the debate. Yeah. We'll have the debate yes, about what. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it is. It is fascinating. Um, because I was listening to the Glennon Doyle episode this morning, which I mentioned before we started mm-hmm. recording about parenting, and she was sharing that between the age of like zero to ten, it kind of you you feel like you're being shot out of a cannon every day, right? Like when the kids <laughs> wake up, when they're going to go to bed. It's just like chaos, so much chaos. And then she was like, when my kids, I realized when they hit like around 10, they became like mm-hmm. these own humans that are taking care of themselves in the way that they weren't before. Mm. And then the next thing I know, they're walking out of my front door and like leaving my house, you know, on their own free will mm. type thing. And so it changes a lot. And even I saw my buddy this morning, it had to be seven and I was taking mail to the mailbox to ship out. And he's like, I was like, how's it going? He's like, I'm just waking up. I was like, yeah, that's the phase of having teenagers versus having a three-year-old or a five-year-old come into the bedroom today at 530 right. to say, Dada, I'm awake. I'm like, yeah. great. I mean, they're they're definitely shot out of cannons. Yes. The, the three-year-old. Penelope is. Ruby is not. <laughs> Ruby likes to. She's the. Chill. Yeah. She's the. I need to snuggle for 35 minutes before I wake up and start my day. Aww. But Ruby or Penelope is shot out of, she's like ready to take over the world. Yeah. She wants to play with friends <laughs> at, I need a friend on call for her that is available. A neighbor, a neighbor friend. No, That's I need, right I need door. like a, like task rabbit. They have task rabbit in Austin. Do you know what task rabbit is? <laughs> I'm assuming uh, somebody who comes and does your tasks. Yeah, basically. They have basically? them in select yeah. big cities, and you can say, I need help moving, and you can hire this task rabbit person to come help you. It's kind of yeah. like what Craigslist used to do to find people to help. But I need a task rabbit kid who's probably a five year old kid to just, I could just ping to say, come play with my kid at six in the morning. And then, you know, that would be ideal. Mm-hmm. Venmo them the money. Right. After. But then that doesn't really right. Then we're talking child labor issues and stuff like that. So Right. Yeah. Uh Antler does an amazing thing, which I feel bad, but also makes me laugh every single morning. So I usually I get up with him. Like he when he's up, I get up with him and just spend, you know, I kind of have a little routine with him. I make a Miss Jam toast, you know, I set up the coffee for Jenny Lee. Um and then maybe 15 minutes or so after we go and wake mommy up. And so he, he does a thing where he's like, shh, shh, shh. And I'm like, yeah, we have to be quiet. Okay. We're going to go wake mommy up. We're going to be quiet. Okay. And he goes, shh. And he opens the door and he goes up to the bed and then he goes, mommy, mommy, it's morning. It's morning. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> like, Oh my God. Yep. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, so it's like, that's not what I meant by being quiet. Yeah. Like I meant like, Hey, you know, let's gently wake mommy up. Hey, mommy, it's morning. But like, he's like, and he says, wakey, wakey, sleepyhead. That's what he says. Wakey, wakey, sleepyhead. Mama, it's morning. That you is know, quiet, like, Grant. That you, is quiet, to, according to Antler's know? life, though, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So I just like, every time I laugh and she, you know, she goes back. Sometimes she's like pissed. Sometimes she's like, this is adorable. Yeah. So, um, 
but every time for me it's funny like, it's that is I, funny i just like how the kids yeah it's hilarious yeah. ruby will yeah. it's every so kate and i do monday wednesdays fridays she will well honestly seven days a week i'm up before her so i'm usually up anyway when the kids mm. wake up and right. then monday but monday wednesday fridays when the kids wake up unless it's like 5 a.m i will they go in and they'll wake her up and ruby goes in and like lays down with her but penelope on the other hand will like start talking to her telling her about all the activities that's happening we need to get this started now it's like so overwhelming <laughs> when you first wake up right so right. yeah it's a whole different each one's different you know right. so cool uh, all right, let's yeah. talk about men, grown men having fun. Fun, fun, fun. So, Aiden, what is, I guess, what was, like, fun for you as a kid? Did did you, do you still consider yourself having fun now? And did it, you, mm-hmm. like, lose the fun along the way? Or did you always feel like that was always a high priority for you? Mm-hmm. Well, so I, I feel like there's multiple phases, right? So like in the beginning of my fun life as a young child, um, probably like, you know, 12 and under, I, I did a lot of fun was like climbing at like trees and playing outside and putting, you know, I remember like running over a solo cup and like making it sound like a motorcycle and then like, you know, driving your motorcycle around. I remember uh, my friend had a camera, like a digital camera. And, um, or I guess it might, yeah, no, it was digital. Well, it had tape. Is that technically a digital camera? If it has a tape in it, whatever. You, she had a camera. T- what do you do with and it? Like a video camera? You, you, yeah, video camera. You take yeah, the tape back, handheld, you put in a big yeah, VHS, yeah. and then you put it, yeah. So that was not she digital, had one of no. those. No, okay. That's what I was thinking. So, um, we had a handheld camera, I guess, yeah. or a video camera. And, like, I remember making up plays and making up, like, fun. We used to do a lot of SNL skits. We would, like, redo the SNL skits. Um, so that – I remember having a lot of fun then. Just very, very outdoorsy, active, or very imaginative, right? So, like, creating these these other worlds, so to speak. Um, and then, And then when I was a teenager, I was just, like – I didn't have a lot of fun because I was just like, I hate the world. I'm depressed. I want to like, you know, I want to, you know, I'm depressed. I want to kill myself. Like this shit sucks. I hate everything. Everyone sucks. I suck. It was a very sucky time. Um, And then, and then as I got a little older, maybe like 1920s, I honestly smoked a lot of weed. And so fun revolved around getting high. Fun was like, I would go with my friends, we would roll a blunt, and we would smoke and then just like, fuck around in their backyard or, you know, drive around, you know, drive to the water because I lived on Long Island. So there was just lots of water to go to swing on a swing, like play music. Um, So fun was always revolved around like the key to fun, which was smoking. And I smoke, I mean, every day, you know usually multiple times a day. So fun got skewed for me as I got older because now I'm like 20, not now, but I was like 27, 28. And I'm still thinking like, in order to have fun, I have to smoke weed, smoke weed. Like that's the only way that I'm going to have fun. So I was never really a big drinker. Like, you know, I have a beer or whatever if there was a party, but I never, Drinking was never my thing. It was like, I would much rather just like smoke a bowl than do a shot. Like shots taste terrible. They take so long to like feel any kind of, it just wasn't my cup of tea. Um, My cup of tea was little weed. And then I put it in the tea, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, a weed bag, a weed bag of tea. Um, So it really skewed stuff though, because then, you know, I found myself like older, you know, married guy. We didn't have antler yet, but it's like, I'm going grocery shopping and I'm like smoking a bowl before we go grocery shopping. And then Jane Lee's like, why do you like need to smoke a bowl before like we're going grocery shopping? Like, and I'm like, yeah, 
I'm like, well, you know, I want it to be fun. I like, I want to have fun. Like, we're going to go grocery shopping. It's going to be so much fun. Um, and I think at times it, it did make it more fun, yeah. right? Cause I'm like, hi. And I'm like, oh, look at these. Look at this. You know, oh my God, we should totally do this. Um, but then eventually it's just like, it became like a ritual mm -hmm. that was no longer serving me. And it really skewed fun because I stopped. If I met someone like, Mike, if I had met you when I was 26, I would just be like, I can't be friends with Mike. Like, he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. Like, I can't. Like, I I very much resisted any type of friends. I mean, specifically didn't smoke weed or weren't at least okay and, like, chill with weed. Um, so, yeah, fun was really skewed around this. I mean, I think... It's interesting. I've never really used it as like addiction. I've never used that word before. I don't really identify with that word. Maybe some people would say it was, um, but you know, just this belief system where weed was the catalyst to my fun. Mm. And so if there was no weed, then fun could not right. be had. Fun equals weed. Well, yeah. Or well, weed equals yeah. fun mm -hmm. type thing. Where And Both. that was it. Right. There was no. Right. Yeah. Got it. Right. And then, and then if I wasn't high and I had fun, I would just be so surprised. Right. I'd be like, yeah, oh my God, that was so, like, I had a really good time. I wasn't even high. Like, that was so great, you know? But it was like, wow, that must have been like a once, you know, a magical moment, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I didn't even need to be high. Um, and now I don't smoke weed. And I mean, it's always been something I've wanted to do, which is not smoke. Um, and honestly, I think, I think I still, have trouble finding fun to be just completely honest. Um, I think I have moments of fun, but if you were to say, okay, and then here's your day, go have fun. Like, I'm not really sure. Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not really sure what I would go and do. I'm like, I, I think of some things, I think of sports, like maybe I would, but I don't know. I, I don't have anything that I'd be like, yes, I'm going to go do this thing. I'm so excited and I'm going to have so much fun. Um, so I try to convince myself that it'll be fun. And then I have a very high standard and I'm like, well, it wasn't that much mm -hmm. fun. So I'm still working on kind of like redeveloping that relationship with fun. That's not around some substance of some kind. What do you think happened between, you know, because you ha you shared in your story, like, the younger years, there was this fun element, and then it got really kind of depressing, I guess you could say, in the teenage years, mm -hmm. before you, like, found weed at 19, or 18, or whenever. Um, I was way younger than that, but yes. Oh, okay. So before, what was it during that time? Was it that something happened? Did you cure, cure, like, did kind of the stuff you were doing before not become cool anymore? Like, what was mm -hmm. it that kind of shifted the fun? I think it was a multitude of things. Um, by the way, is this really loud? Can you hear that? I can hear it, but it's fine. Okay. It's just like people doing the lawn stuff. Um, I think it was a multitude of things. The people that I grew up, you can't hear that. It is like I can hear it, but we'll be right yeah, there. Well, I can. It started getting <laughs> after you asked me that. It started getting louder, but it's fine. It's part of life. <laughs> we are I not in professional um, podcast studios here. We're sitting in our houses, right? So, right, you know, right. Um, just deal with it, people. So, yeah. right. Um, so, multitudes thing. First thing, I think everyone, all my friends, got older too. Right. Yeah. It was no. It was like we started going to different schools because now we're in middle school, right? I'm going to. I start going to Catholic school. My other friends are going to this school. My other friends going to that school. Um, and I think so. That was one thing. And then also, I have to say that you know, around that between ten and thirteen is when gender really starts to rev up, and that's when things start to change because it's like you know, what you used to be able to do as a girl growing up, like being, you know, what a lot of people called a tomboy, that was okay. But now you're like 12, you're like developing breasts, boys are having their like hormones start to kick back up, you know, 
you're getting your menstruation, like, and things start to revolve mm. around just different things. And it's like, okay, like it was really cute when you were like, yeah, daddy, I want to be like you. And you're like a little girl and you're like, you know, learning how to do this or that. But now it's starting to like be, now you're just starting to be different and we need to like remold you to be a good girl so that you can, you know, become a woman in society. Um, and so I think that's definitely where the switch, I don't, I think it was gradual, right? It's not like just one switch. I think it was like one thing would happen and it would bring me down a notch. And then another mm. interaction would happen, bring me down a notch and another interaction. And when you eventually, when you, you start to look, look forward to not in a positive way, but expect and look for the negative because you're just so it's like your survival. It's like, well, I got to find out where I'm going to be safe. So let me assume all of the negative things. So I know how to maneuver within this space, wherever that space is. So that's where like the depression, feeling different, feeling weird. Like that was a very like weird was the word that I would mm. use a lot. Um, so yeah, I would say right around that sixth, sixth grade is when I noticed like, wow, I am so different. Seventh grade is when other people started to really like point out the differences. How old are we in sixth and seventh grade? I don't even know. I don't know. I feel like we're like oh, 12 ish. 12 ish. I feel like somewhere around then. Um, so. Okay. Cool. Thanks. And then when did you start smoking weed? Um, I start the first. Well, Again, gradual. The first time I ever smoked, I was 12 or 13. Um, and then it was kind of just like every now and then until I turned about 11th grade. 11th grade is like when I started 16, smoking like 17. every day. Yeah. 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 Well, it's always younger because my birthday is in July. So when I think about grades, I'm always the younger end of the Got grade. It. So if you're seven, if you're 16 in 11th grade, I was probably 15. Mm -hmm turning 16 that same year well you i um, think by then people are driving most of the time yes yeah. yeah yeah yep like 11 especially like i mean on long island i got my driver's license when i was 17 yeah, yeah. i was a sophomore i think when i started driving yeah so that's when i started like smoking every day slash every other day developing that relationship and what about um, so if i said you know, you, you answered this already, but like, what are some things that you consider fun now as like an adult? So, what would be, well, yeah, it's hard. Cause a lot of, I think I confuse fun with work because work my be work fun. brings me, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my work brings me a lot of joy. I mean, I am blessed to be an activist for the trans community, which yeah. feel, it feels like it empowers myself and it empowers other people. I get to be creative on these platforms. Like I get to think like, oh, what would be a fun video to make? Or what, what's a topic I want to talk about that others, you know, I think will find valuable. So that's a lot of fun. Um, and I get to be creative in that, right? So there's still start some of that replay of when I was younger. Um, I get to have fun. Um, but then sometimes like, sometimes I wonder, is it fun or is, do I just feel better? So if the house is a mess, sometimes I'll take like three hours and just clean the house. And it's like, oh man, that was fun. I'm like, but it was it fun or do I just like aesthetically there's my, are my eyes like that looks so much better than it did before. Okay. So what does fun, like, what is the definition of fun now? Like, how do we That's define fun? What is the definition of fun? Like, Let me look. You think about that, and I'll I'll look up the definition. I mean, I think when I first think of fun, like I think of laughing. That's my like. That's where I think I, if I'm having fun, I'm usually laughing. That tends to be like a because when I was a kid, I mean, I was like the class clown. Like I love to laugh. All of the like I said, we would do SNL skits and like replay them. Um, so laughter and like was my kind of like that's how i feel like i'm having fun like when we were on our trip right yeah. like the most fun part was like that 
the that like five hour chunk of driving mm-hmm. towards the end where we were just like laughing most of the time and like making jokes and like you know um that felt like and then yeah i mean yeah so fun equals laughing to me like if i'm laughing and like purely like belly laughing i'm like this is fun what about like if you do you play a like let's say you played basketball mm-hmm. right is that fun because like so, you know yeah a lot of times you're not laughing the whole yeah. time but you could be laughing right no i mean i think it i like to play sports with friends and like throw a yeah. ball and stuff so that's fun to me that's fun to me I mean, you bike, right? right? Mm-hmm. You mountain bike. Yeah. So, and I'm assuming that's fun. Well, I like to take things that are fun and then I make them a competition with myself and it becomes unfun. Mm. So I'm learning just to stay in the, the role of fun. Mm. That's like currently where I'm at in my life. What about when you do something that is with other people? So like mountain biking is very much like a singular sport. I mean, like you yeah, can you can go with people. Go with but I'm people. a solo person but, on a bike. Yes, right, right, and you can do that by yourself, right? I can, yep. But like, if I've done both of you, those, yeah. yeah. If you like, like, what about playing? Like, if you were with a group of your friends, group of guys, and like you're th- you know playing like touch football or something in the backyard, like, are, do you become like competitive in that? Sometimes, of course, I always want to win, right? I think there's this element of <laughs> you got to win, right? So, mm-hmm. but it, I think what happens is when, so where I go is that I find interest in things. So like when I first learned about CrossFit, I like resisted CrossFit for like three years. Kate was telling me, mm. she goes, you should go try CrossFit. I heard about this thing. And it seems really like it would up be up your alley. I was like, I don't want to do CrossFit. You know, I had this whole negative reaction to it. <laughs> it was just like, no, you know, no. And so then I went and started it. And I was like, this is a lot of fun. You know, I'm in here. I'm doing all these workouts and these movements. I have no freaking clue what I'm doing. I'm getting my ass kicked by like the pregnant woman next to me. You know, I'm like, what is it? <laughs> right. It was like early in my CrossFit. I'm like doing this workout and this pregnant woman's like eight months pregnant smoking me. And I was like, what is happening here? I'm like, this is, it's just, you get, you're so humble, right? You get so humbled. Mm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I was like, well, I can deadlift more than you. You know, you might be beat me at this Metcon or whatever, but <laughs> you know, so that goes on. But then I turn it into this thing where I start watching like the CrossFit games. So my, how I started CrossFit mm. is a perfect example of this whole experience. Instead of me starting at a CrossFit class to see if I like it, I flew from Maine to Ca- to California, to Carson, California in two- 2016. Um, yeah, it was 2016 to go to the CrossFit Games. Not to compete, but be a spectator. I've never done a CrossFit class. I was like, let me just go see the <laughs> best people in the world do this because to see if I'm interested in it. So I didn't even judge myself. <laughs> I just went and watched people compete, which was a lot of fun, you know, to go out there. And so I went out there to watch these people compete. And I called the gym that I've been talking to during this time. And I said, great, I'll take classes. I'll start on Monday. Why I was still in California. And so I mm. didn't even go from zero to like step one to kindergarten. I went from zero to the championships and basically was like, that's how I'm going to decide whether or not to do this. So I didn't like listen to myself in this way. I had to go research it. When I went to mountain biking, it's the same way. So it's like went from let me buy a bike to I'm going to compete and race. Like that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I'm going to com- compete. Mm-hmm. And I have two children at this time. You know, it's like they're young. <laughs> and like I think I'm going to start a career with two young kids and like a family and move to, to become a professional mountain biker. It's like insane. So I go from the zero to the 10. There's no in between. And if I don't mm-hmm. get to the 10, then everything else between zero and 10 is a bust. So mm. it, it goes from this zero approach to the 10. So I'm learning now how to hang out. in. The, so for me, the fun is the five and the sixes. It's like, that's where the fun mm. is. So I've mm-hmm. missed over those pl- places. And if I don't get to the 10, it's even hanging out with friends. 
it's like okay this was fun but like we need to do this every day because this is exciting right and so if we don't Mm. do that that's the 10 every day so it's just like what's wrong with once or twice so you know like once wrong with once every two weeks what's the problem with that so it's like hanging out in the kind of the gray the five and six area is where i what happens to me it's like i don't hang out there in a way so is it hard to have fun by yourself no so you have more fun by yourself than with other no, people? No, this whole example I just gave is what I do by right. myself. So even oh, with... Oh, um, so, so so it's not fun. You don't know how to have it, fun by it, yourself. Sometimes, if I go out to eat by myself, that's fun, right? But I don't get competitive about, like, I need to eat out by myself every single day, <laughs> right? It's really around activities. <laughs> and it's around business. And it's like making money. Like that's a game, you know, it's just like the game. It's like create a game out of everything. Mm. And so, Mm. yeah, I, so it's like, how do I have fun on a bike ride in the woods by myself? Just like, how's that? How do I do that? So Mm. it is. Well, I used to just smoke a bowl. That's how I used to do that too. You know? Right. I just, I just smoke a bowl. It's going to be great. Well, a lot of my fun, (laughs) it did link from that. Cause I, my story, it's like similar because I remember having a good time outside when I was younger where you just play kick the can or you, you're just outside all hours, you know. Kick the can. You're not that old, my friend. You literally <laughs> like, what, we, play kick the can. No, you know, I don't play it now. Circular things and you hit it with the stick. <laughs> like, how old are you? Play kick the can. Come what, on. You never played you really kick, the played kick the can? You really played kick the can? Yeah. No. No. Oh, my God. No, yeah, we, we played kick the can. Oh man. This is Midwest, okay. man. I grew up in the Midwest. Live, I this was is, gonna this say. is Midwest territory here, you know? Yeah. And I grew up on Long Island, so it's much different. Yeah, capture the flag, kick the can. Like we play with all mm-hmm. the neighbors, right? It's... Manhunt. Manhunt. No, I never did I don't know what man... play manhunt what's manhunt. Oh man. Manhunt is pretty much it's like it's pretty much like a glorified hide and go seek with a base. If you gotta get to the base. Oh. That's pretty much what it is. But you'd play it over like a span of like five blocks. But what are you hunting? Man, you're hunting the people. So, it's man hunt. Oh, so, okay. So it's just a big game of hide and go seek. Got it. Right. But you call it man hunt because you're like, you know, you're like eight. You don't play hide and go seek. You play man <laughs> hunting the man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I never played man hunt. We never played that. But, it, you know, it was just riding bikes, like, in the neighborhood, just hanging out in the woods, yeah. like, stuff like that. That was a lot of fun. And then I think high school, I think it was really in high school. It's when I started working, because then I learned about mm. money, and then I could make money. Because <laughs> Katie and I were just talking about this on our date night the other day, because she was asking me about when was your first job. And I said I had a paper out starting in sixth grade that went I had for five years. And then in high school, I started working at the grocery store. And that paper route. Yeah. Paper route. I, just, I feel like you're 64. Right I'm now. 64. Yeah. <laughs> I, back in the day, I used to put those papers on the front of my bike. And right, yeah, but yeah, it's like, I think it was when I started really learning that if freedom to me came from having control of my own finances. And so if I could figure mm. out how to make my own money, I could do my own stuff, which, which in turn at that time was like, I could buy my own beer and weed and things like that in high school, right? Mm. But also allowing me to go out to eat and like having getting a driver's license, like that was really a big thing at that time. And having friends that allowed that a lot of freedom in that aspect. And so our, I think our, it's like the attitude went from just playing to then it would became about it's like driving around as you said, like smoking weed, partying. Mm-hmm. It's like going to people's houses, seeing where all the social mm-hmm. activities were. Um, and then I played sports during the time, too. So there was a lot of very organized sports. It was kind of where everything right. revolved around. And I think also it, I took the fun out of it during that time, too, because it was focused on maybe a college scholarship. So it took the fun mm-hmm. out of the sport aspect, playing in high school, winning the games to possibly go play in college. Yeah. It's interesting because it sounds like once the control, I mean, in both of our stories, like when you're younger, you have less control over you. Like the control you have is like you can't cross the street or no, you can't touch that knife or come inside right now. It's dinner, right? Like, yeah. but it's it's not 
there's really no other control. There's no school yet. School is still fun. You're like, you know, playing, take a nap. You know what I mean? Um, and then it's almost like once the control factor started becoming more and more and more, it's like, I know you're 15, but I'm not driving you there. So, you know, you can't go hang out with your friend or right. I don't have money for you to go to the movies. So no, you can't go to the movies or right. And then finding the freedom, right. Is where the fun came in. Mm-hmm. And so having the car and, you know, getting to do what you want to do and having the control of the money to do those things. Mm-hmm. And cause I'm thinking I'm fast forwarding to now, like, why is it hard to have fun now when like I, you know, and I'm like, well, maybe because again, just that everything is so now I'm trying to control my circumstances, right? Instead of having other people control them. And I, I don't know that I'm not really sure if like, there's the end of that thought, but just it, I can it's interesting it. just yeah. that you yeah, I think yeah, there's go. an element of weakness, especially in men of having fun and joy. If I look at yeah. men there's i don't i i'm not because like who but not if it involves money or sex right or it's just perception or... of it's perception of experience i guess you could say or how i perceive other people mm. right so for me i would say it's like looking at somebody that's having a lot of fun it's like, how are they having that much fun? Are they making any money? Right? Because a lot uh, of my my initial, which has been changing now, the fact that you know I don't have to... I went to a place at one time where it's like, is this credit card going to go through to pay for food? Right? Like, is this mm-hmm. a debate? I had to, I'd be at the checkout counter holding the card and be like, okay, I hope this goes through. And it's like, I'm sitting there and I'm like swiping through it to go and then put myself $85,000 worth of debt. Right? So... I was at that place to now where I don't have to worry about, I can go to Whole Foods and kind of buy anything I want, not have to worry about it. Right. So it's a different right. perception where for so long I was just making money to survive. And then now it's kind of like, I'm able to thrive and have that money earn interest. And then I can have more money because of interest and stuff. Right. So it's this different space. Mm-hmm. So for a long time, it was all about the focus of the cash and the money. And I think that it kind of skewed my reality of like all the fun things I have to stop along the way because it was driven for education. And then it's like, get the education. The more education you get, the more higher up in the company you can become. And then I can have more money. And then once I have more money, Mm -hmm. I can do all these other fun things, right? It's like the fun things of traveling to like first class and then go to these really expensive hotels. And, you know, it's like, that's what I thought was... I was striving for this fun aspect. And I think now Mm -hmm. it's more of, because, you know, I fell on my mountain bike in my parking garage, breaking my kneecap, you know that, right? So I'm in this new place of like, do I actually want to ride a mountain bike again? Or was like that the Mm. end of my mountain bike career? Where am I on Mm. that scope? And I'm thinking a lot more about it and feeling into what Mm -hmm. that feels like. And to just be like, okay, well, Maybe I want to ride it, but do it differently where it brings in more fun and laughter and excitement to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there's yeah. this, I don't know. It's like what came to me as people were having fun and joyful, especially with men. It's like they weren't serious about their livelihood or their career, or their vocation. And they weren't taking it as serious as they could in a way. Mm, so it's like, if why? you're really like. It's the zero to 10 thing. It's like, why even waste your time doing right. it if you're going to hang out in the five and six and you're not going to strive for it? Um, right. And if they're having fun, then they must not be like, like if you are at a 10 in your career and finances, then there's no fun to be had. Right. Right. Which is interesting because I think from Which isn't my entirely perspective, true, right? You could be at a 10 no. winning and having a right. blast. Right. 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 And you can not be at a 10 financially, 10 meaning like just like lots of money and you can still have tons of fun too. Right. Right. Like, I mean, some people would rather not spend the time making all of that money and they're very content making whatever they do make because they have a lot of fun in their life Mm -hmm. and they have friends and they feel very fulfilled. And yeah, having a yacht would be cool, but like they're already pretty 
have like having a lot of fun. Right. They don't need the yacht to have fun, which I think a lot of like I think I have a skewed perception in the sense of like, okay, well, when I see I don't know, I think it's interesting for me because when I see like a guy I'm thinking of uh, just like stereotypical shit, like a guy with his buddies, like having a drink, you know, laughing, like, I think like, oh, like that looks like a lot of fun, right? Mm -hmm. They're laughing, they're just hanging out, right? Like that looks like fun, eating, whatever. Um, And then it does, and the money doesn't really come into, to play. Right. And then when, and then when I think about, oh, like a guy like, I don't know, I think, again, stereotypical, like, guy on a yacht, cigar, champagne, pretty girl, in the middle of beautiful blue waters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, someone else is driving the yacht, right? right? Like, yeah. there's a captain to and this yacht. And doing the dishes. Like, um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> right. Like, and cooking the food and all the other things. Like, like oh, like, you know, he, like, he must be having a lot of fun, too, right? Um, But it, it's like, one what it's like one is really revolved around other people right which is just like the guy hanging out with his friends where he could still be a millionaire or something but no one knows how much money this guy makes he's just having fun right and then the other one is like usually when i picture that like they're alone in the yacht or they just have like the trophy next to them like they're like so is i don't know like i feel like either one of them are fleeting like yeah being on the yacht that could be fun like if you put me on a yacht i wouldn't have a cigar and i'd have my wife but like put me on a yacht with a captain and all this i'd be like this is fucking good. yeah that was amazing this 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 i could do yes. let's keep doing this right <laughs> for a um, while yeah <laughs> right and same thing like put me in a room with a bunch of guys that i enjoy and we're having fun and we're laughing and we're just sharing stories and like whatever that is that could be a lot of fun too and yet there's like I can't help but always think about like, it's always fleeting. Like the fun is always mm-hmm. fleeting. like you're never at a 10 because maybe you don't make a lot of money. You go home and now you're like, you know, the fun is gone because now I've got to get back to this work right. and this job that doesn't give me what I need. Or you get home from your yacht and you're like, great. I'm still, it's just me. Mm-hmm. What's up going on? Like I'm sitting in front of my 85 inch TV and be by myself. Playing kick the more, can alone. You know? Yep. <laughs> yes. So it's, but like that desire, I think, like you said, like that 10, like, I think we're all skewed in a way to always want to be having that 10. Yep. And when I think about fun, I've been trying to think more of the word like satisfied. I, I heard a lot take- like contentment was always, I think you used that mm. word earlier, but that was a word that I learned more about a few years ago. And mm-hmm. just like, what's that look like for me? Yeah. You know, because it wasn't about the, I think the money was a driver for a while. I still love, like, I like the game of money, but it's mm. not the leading source as it used to be East. in that way. And there's people that are not driven by money, right? Obviously, right? There's people right. that just, yeah. And then there's people with a lot of right. money that are miserable. And there's people with no money that are also super happy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a wide range. I think, I think as, a guy when I think about social media and stuff, like I think a lot of times guys are just fed that money is fun. Yes. Like that's how you get to happy. Well, even happy before social fun. media. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Like I, I'm clearly speaking in like, I don't know if it's a bias. I, I don't think it's that word, but like in just like, that's my experience, right. Growing up in kind of like the internet world. Well, it is right? a bias. Like I, I had my first is a bias. Cause like the, so, the breadwinner. Well, no, I mean, I'm saying like from my perspective, because you were like, oh, even before social media, I'm just saying like my experiences with social media. So I always kind oh, of got it. like, oh, okay. well, with social media, that's kind of what I think of more um, what I'm trying to get across. So it's like that just, you know, that's even in music videos and TV and movies. It's like the guy who has the most fun has the most money. Mm-hmm. That's the guy who has the most fun. And the guy who has the least fun makes the least amount of money do you know dan and it's, it's just no oh you don't know this guy no nope. i've seen him on social media he built a following of like 30 million followers because he's just on these wow. giant yachts with cigars right and 20 women around him all in thongs yeah or i just topless. was describing him yeah and that it's, must be and who it's i was like talking about that yeah 
and it's it's very attractive. You're like, that's what I want. Like, who doesn't want to be on a yacht with like all these women around them, right? It's like, mm-hmm. well, there's definitely people that don't, but it's yeah, it's a real well your own version of whatever exactly. That is, right? So take like... the his version out, put your version in, and he right. built it because it's an outrageous lifestyle. It's like crazy to have a grown man like publicly putting this stuff out there. Right. And then he built this huge following and he started a CBD kind of a marijuana company. Right. And he's like, mm-hmm. plays game. Oh, so now he's like s- smoking weed on the yacht. Right. You know, so now he's, like, and he's, he's making just... money by selling weed to everyone else. And he plays poker. Right. And I was like, what a fascinating case study to witness. And then he like disappeared off social media back in December, just like gone. Oh, really? They just like took off. Mm. And he was like renting this giant house that was $230,000 a month. You know, he was paying like 200K for it. It was huge. And it was in LA and throw these huge lavish parties. So he built this like cult following of people and mainly men, right? Because you're living Mm -hmm. vicariously through him in this experience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder how many people out there listening right now can relate to just the concept of like, oh yeah, fun. I need to have more money to have fun. That's where my, that's yes. where fun comes from is with more money. Like I'm not going to have fun until I have this much money or yeah, it's cool to be doing this, but if I had more money, I could be doing that. Yes. And that is so much more fun. Right. right? Yeah. I definitely can relate to that. Definitely have to catch myself often when I see stuff like that, yep. you know what I mean? Where, however it's portrayed. Um, and I think there's even like a, like a, can't think of the right word, but just like a, a fantasy of even like, well, it would be easier to be the rich guy in a yacht who's alone <laughs> and lonely <laughs> right. than it would be to be the poor, the quote unquote poor guy at the bar with his friends, just hanging yeah. out, laughing, having a good time. Like, I'd rather be the rich, lonely guy, right? Yeah. Because um, there's just this idea of, like, that it would still be more fun to be that. Mm-hmm. Like, it would still be more fun to be, like, crying in your Ferrari than crying in your, like, Honda Civic, right? right? Um, and, you know, I think that's, like, it's just so... And then, and it's interesting because what I've learned is a lot of people I know that do have, are affluent financially, they most of them actually don't have super, super fancy cars. Mm-hmm. Like they've got like a Jeep Cherokee or like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and so it's, it, it always, I have a new, I kind of have a new perspective and I'm learning this perspective still, still growing into it of like the people who have the Ferrari and the people who don't, but still make the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. Who's having more fun. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just kind of or associating fun lately. with, stuff money right 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 so or winning which is what you were winning right competition yeah exactly Mm -hmm. and so i think it's i heard this gentleman by the name of dean jackson um he was the he's considered the father of putting the email sign up box on websites so he's like the first Mm -hmm. person that ever created putting an email on a website so now you do this everywhere Mm -hmm. but he was kind of the originator of this And he's big in the marketing space. And he said one day, he's like, the biggest thing I have my clients do is define what success is for them. And if you define Mm. what success really looks like for you, you'll never be unhappy. Because we attribute like success to all these other external things that we're talking about here. And so if Aiden comes up with like, what's my definition of success? And Mike does this for himself. I feel like that was what leads into this fun category for that we're talking about so i would just that's a that's our next episode yeah but success. i want to share Men and success some things i wrote down like three to four things about what it looks like for fun now like what i'm considering fun. okay go Is that good do it so mm-hmm. really things that bring me joy in my life now that i'm noticing and more aware of where it's in that five to six range instead of all the way going to the ten. definitely the mountain biking um that has been fun or i just put in the category called movement i know that if i'm exercising or movement because even right now i'm just working out and getting my knee back in shape and just heading to the gym for 30 minutes and i'm like riding the assault bike it's actually i just put on some alternative rock music just jam out 
And then I'm just like on there doing stretches. And this is not deadlifting mm-hmm. a lot of weight, you know, things like that or any of that stuff that I used to do is like beating up my body in the gym. It's just straight up moving. Mm-hmm. And that's become, I'm finding enjoyment in that. But I notice like I feel better and happier if I do movement of some sort. Uh, hanging with other men friends, like since I've been back in Maine, I've been hanging out with a lot of guy friends that. I've seen over the years, but we're like, I'm making a, an effort to spend time with them. Just like we went to dinner in a movie the other night. That was super dope. Like there was three of us. We went and saw mm. fast and furious nine. It was out of control. <laughs> and, but it was just cool. Like it was so ridiculous, but we just had a good time, like just spending some time together. And there wasn't an agenda in that way. And then I really enjoy just driving and traveling. That's always something that's been, been, you know, exciting for me. Um, so I do in, still like spending time on the road, seeing different parts of the United States or the world or where we're going. Um, that's always been a lot of enjoyment with me. I think over the years I got addicted to the status of it all. And so it kind of sucked mm. the fun out of what it was. Um, but I realized mm. like two of the coolest places we've been traveling was the Maldives for our honeymoon and the lost coast, which is Northern California, North of San Francisco. And Kate and I were talking about this the other night is I had pictures of these that I ripped out of magazines and I put like in a drawer for years. And I had this picture of the Maldives. I'm like, that's where I want to go on my honeymoon. And then I like, that's what we did. We went to, and I used points to get there, but we went to the Maldives on our honeymoon (laughs) for five days and it was spectacular. So Kate was like, you should start ripping out more pictures. Right. And start, start ripping them out, <laughs> shoving them in drawers, yeah, shoving them in drawers to like manifest what you want to come next. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. Uh, and then just kind mm. of I put those are like three things I put for myself, you know, that I do. And then the two other ones I did say with the family, because sometimes so much we default to the family where it was uh, date nights with Kate. Like we've pretty steady on that every single week that some of them have been blown up and we've been in fights so it's been a disaster but i would say 95 percent of them have been amazing right and it's just good to, to connect with kate and that's always a good time uh and then i just put like adventures with the kids where when we do have those moments where it seems like time goes on for an hour and it's really been 10 minutes versus the time where mm. you think you just want that five minute of you know, it's like miserable and you want it to end, but it lasts an hour. Right. It's those other moments where I can see the joy, just spending those five minutes together where it like expands out. So, yeah. Yeah. I like those two at the end. Um, I think for me, when I think of joy now, like I like movement. I think I have more fun when I do it with other people Ooh. because it takes some of that out of my mind yep. of like, Oh, you should push harder or dot. Like I actually, when I do things with other people, I am still competitive. Like I still relate to like, I want to win. And I have just, I, I just, I, I just enjoy the time. Like, so it's like, Hey, like let's win. And this is really fun. And if we don't win, it's okay. But like, I'm still going to try to win, Mm -hmm. but it's okay if we don't. Right. Like, so I have kind of that back and forth. So like movement of, again, whether that's, playing volleyball with friends or working out with friends or whatever that looks like, you know, um, throwing a ball with my brother or something, right? Like that could be fun because the conversation, like you get a little competitive in a fun way. Um, and, and I think like, you know, agree with the time with the wife and time with the babies and stuff. Um, and when I think about like other sources of fun, I mean, again, like, I feel like I'm still trying to relearn. Define it. Fun. Yeah. yeah. Especially like without any substances. Right. So like, you know, going out dancing with Jane Lee is so much fun. And like, we went out dancing and didn't have any alcohol. And I was like, this is pretty much about the same amount of fun as I have when I've had, like, you know, we've had three drinks mm-hmm. in the last hour and a half. Um, and that was kind of like a big realization. So I think anything that's, you know, so yeah, just, I think I'm still experiencing those moments to really be able to write down and be like, Hey, like going out dancing is fun. Just dancing, not like going to a club and getting wasted and having to take an Uber home, like none of that shit, just like going out and dancing and laughing and like, you know, singing along to the songs and shit. Um, and then 
you know, I think I like to, it is still fun for me, like to just like, like, I just keep thinking about the time we were driving and just mm-hmm. laughing. Like I just laugh, like just anything that can just be, let's just hang out. Let's like take a walk by the river, da da da. Like, let's just have fun and not talk about like stresses or like escape, <laughs> escape and just laugh and have a good time. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll do a check in in like a year from now and see if I've <laughs> rediscovered fun. I did notice because I think it will well, take time. Yeah, you did bring up something that I didn't mention, but I, I think having fun sober has been harder. And we could talk about that in another uh, episode. Yeah. Just the sobriety aspect be because you're you're feeling all the feels. And I feel like as mm-hmm. we when I became sober, it I was feeling how uncomfortable I actually was. You know, in so many activities. Um uh, versus like mm-hmm. being masked by a substance where it was like manufactured fun in a way. Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Cool. Well, let us know listeners how do you have fun what is your definition of fun i love it where can they do that aiden you you can go to our instagram and leave a comment at the state of men under today's podcast episode post or you can go ahead to our website and you can leave actually it'd be cool to do the questions right we want to start doing some questions on here yeah there's going to be a spot on the state of men.com where we can take users' questions. At the moment of this recording, we don't know where that is, but it'll be there someplace. Um, It'll be there. We'll make it very accessible to you all. Um, And of course, as always, please make sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen to this podcast. Uh, We greatly appreciate that. It's been fun has it been fun what what level of fun was this one was it like at a one to ten where are we at in this i like the five or six range on this one i would say okay yeah yeah we're like i'm in the gray area yeah that's here we're not winning a competition at 10 and i'm not miserable at one i feel pretty good (laughs) right okay yeah i'm I'm gonna push it to that like six like you said five six i'm gonna go over the five hump get it to us to a, to a nice six great this is our level of six of fun okay so we'll see where that goes uh <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone uh have a good day and we'll catch you in the next episode